now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Wilds. And we are the, the Derriers. Doing what we do just about every week, cruising up and down the highways and byways of America, looking for stupid songs to put on the radio. Well, yeah, pretty much that. <laughs> Some of them are stupid. Uh, well, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of yeah. stupid ones. But <laughs> well, yeah, but a lot of good ones, a too. A lot of good ones. It's a question of taste, I think. That's true. That's true. Of which we have little. We have very little. Yeah, people ask us, they say, Derriers. Well, exactly what is Americana music? And that's a fair question. It is. To which we have like a fair answer. Uh, it's a decent answer. It's a decent it's, answer. It's kind of our opinion. Which is kind of one of the same thing where we're concerned, right? <laughs> that's true. Okay, fine. Uh, we feel like it's music with distinctive, distinctive American, American roots. roots. That's right. And having said that, that's a mighty broad palette. Well, yeah, it could be uh, all kinds of music. It could be uh, show tunes. It could be rock and roll. It could be rockabilly. It could be blues. It could be techno. Did we say swing? Uh, you just did. I did. It could be chicken scratch. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. I mean, if you didn't know. Oh, oh boy, boy, I didn't know yeah. that. If you ever had chicken scratch fever, I you would know. So. It's I a, guess so. It's it serious. Could, it could be show tunes. It could be opera. <laughs> Ragtime. Uh, Creole. Barbershop. Heavy metal. But you know what we like the most? Boogaloo. Yeah, we, we have boogaloo. We, we have boogaloo. We do love boogaloo. We have, you could say we have boogalooed. Yes, we have. Okay. Uh, well, the format of the show is that uh, each of us shows up uh, every week uh, with a virtual fistful of tunes that we have not yet disclosed to the other That's guy. That's exactly right. And uh, we parse them out one at a time, back and forth, and we take turns starting the show. And Leo, it's your turn. Here, here's something that happened. Uh, our buddy on this network, Oren Friesen, right? Yeah. And we talk about him every week. He's got a great bluegrass show. Yes. And he's pretty good about, uh, we listen to his show, you know, he uh, listened to our show. Yeah. And he came back with a, a pretty good uh, comment. He and has got, he's got so much... Uh, history and, and knowledge. He has. He's been uh, like do- personal knowledge of these uh, performers and stuff. Uh, he's just- been uh, he's been doing this sort of thing for decades. Okay. Yes, he has. He's got a deep deep interest in it. But he turned me on to something and got me thinking about it. He actually sent a, an email. Was talking about the little bit we did on uh, the phase shifting. Uh, oh yeah. You know effect that was used a lot in recording. Exactly. He one thing he told me was that he used to do it live on the air. He did. I know. I saw, I saw that email. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. He would he would start two turntables with the right. same song, and then he would slow one down a little bit, and then speed it's, back and yeah. just cross. <laughs> that is that's old school. I there, mean, that's man. how it's done. Yeah, that's how it's done. Yeah, that's cool. But uh, he got me. He he kind of fed me a little piece of information and sent me down a little turkey trot here, uh, and I ended up. Uh, Take a listen to this guy. His, his given name was Joseph Alfred S- uh, Souter, okay? Okay. Otherwise known as Joe South. 
Oh, Joe South. Joe okay, Thal. sure. Now he was the guy was best known for his songwriting, actually. And boy, does he have some serious creds. I mean, uh, he won the Grammy Award for Song of the Year in 1970, and uh, and was again nominated for the same award in 1972. That year he uh, was for Rose Garden, and uh, he began his uh, career in Atlanta with the National Recording Corporation, which is kind of interesting because he served as a staff guitarist, right, for session work there with other artists like Ray Stevens and Jerry Reed. Oh, man. Because they were all kind of staff players, you know. But he was also um, a a prominent sideman, and he played guitar on... uh, We were talking about uh, Sheila, Tommy Rowe, because I was playing a little bit of it. Well, Mm -hmm. he was a guitar guy on that thing. Oh, wow. Uh, Bass guitar on uh, Bob Dylan's Blonde on Blonde album. Wow. And, uh, you know, a classic tremolo guitar intro on Aretha Franklin's Chain of Fools. I mean, the guy's, wow. his fingerprints are all over everything. Yeah, that's cred right there. It really is serious cred. But uh, one of the things he did was, and the reason we had, he went down this, he messed around with a thing called the electric sitar. Okay, Oren talked about that. That's right. Okay. So I had to go back and listen uh, to this song. And uh, take, I'm really talking about the games people play from 1970. Oh, okay. Okay. He, and he uses it in there. And, I'm, and I had to say... I have heard that effect a lot, but I never really thought about what it was. Well, I, I'm gonna—that's what I'm gonna feature, by the way—is games people play. But when I went to started following the history, and he told me this, he said you could probably do a whole show of nothing but songs that use that effect. And he's right. I mean, there's like 40 or 50 of them. Oh wow! Out there, so that could be like not just a little—you know—that could be a whole show right there. Yeah, that sounds like a challenge. <laughs> that sounds like a challenge. I think I'll avoid it. <laughs> Anyway, he, the guy was uh, just a heck of a guy, and he did have a change. Um, the politics finally got into his music a little bit, and that's where this song came out of, right? Okay. Everybody's familiar with it, but listen with new ears now, first of all, for the electric sitar, and think about what he's talking about in this song. It's called Games People Play from 1970. What they mean While they while away the hours In their ivory towers Till they're covered up with flowers In the back of a black limousine Talking about you and me And the game people play now Will we make one another cry Break a heart and we say goodbye Cross our hearts and we hope to die That the other was to blame oh, huh? But neither one will ever give in So we gaze on an age for ten Thinking about the things that might have been And it's a dirty rotten shame oh, huh?
talking to you in the name of the Lord. They're going to teach you how to meditate. Read your horoscope, cheat your faith. For the most to hell with hate. Come on, get on. Tell me what you see What's happening to you and me God grant me the serenity To just remember who I am oh, Cause you're giving up your sanity For your pride and your vanity Turn your back on humanity Oh, and you don't give up So there you go, man. And a little postscript on that. That is that instrument is actually a, a Dan Electro electric sitar. Okay? okay, it's a whole thing. And uh, according to Oren, it was being played by none other than Dwayne Allman. Oh wow! The Allman Brothers. So cool. There you go, Rog. Okay, it's back to you. Okay. Well, our buddy Jason has been busy again, <clears throat> sending me down yet another delightful rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> a guy, uh, he, he was born Sebastian Murray, but uh, he went by Billy Murray. You ever heard of the guy? Mm, uh, no. <laughs> Neither. Uh, no, have not. Uh, I tell you, um, they called him the supersonic guitar man. Okay. <laughs> You're going to love this. I know I have. He picked up the violin at the age of five and guitar in his early teens. Uh, he, uh, after leaving high school, he joined uh, Val Ernie's Society Band and played uh, ritzy resorts like Palm Beach and wow. places like that, El Morocco, for the next five years. Uh, he enlisted during World War II, and he learned arranging while playing with an Air Force band. And after the war, he settled in Greensboro, North Carolina, where he arranged for many ex-military guys that settled there. Okay, okay. I got you. Yeah. Okay. But he returned to New York City, joined the staff orchestra at radio station uh, WNEW for 10 years, but he picked up work on the side. So anyway, uh, he played on a couple of the Three Sons singles, uh, as in bands backing singers uh, 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 with Della Reese. Oh, really? people, right. And he wrote the arrangement for... Um, uh, some of her biggest hits, My Heart Reminds Me, and Bobby Freeman's early uh, Do You Want to Dance, and Betty Lou's Got a New Pair of Shoes. Oh, wow. Okay, so the guy was, you know, in it. But for Space Age Everybody's pop fans, got a big butt. Everybody does. He is best known for his incredible albums of sizzling guitar work and tape pyrotechnics. This is why Jason turned me on to it. He said, uh, uh, like Betty, uh, Buddy Merrill... He followed, uh, Murray followed Les Paul's pioneering work in multi-tracking, recording separate guitar tracks, often speeding them up for spectacular effects. Unlike Paul, though, he didn't enjoy consistent label sponsorship, so his albums sold poorly and are now hard to find. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. So, uh, <laughs> come on, cheer me up here. <laughs> well, his first album, which is the album we're going to listen to a cut, is called Supersonic Guitars and Hi-Fi from 1957. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just great. Um, it was released in 1957 in glorious mono, and it featured Murray playing four guitars with two sets of drums and one bass player. It wasn't quite rock and roll, but it was certainly much more frenetic than most contemporary instrumental music. Okay. Uh, you're going to love this. I love it already. So his next recording, uh, deceptive, descriptively titled Fireworks... Um, he had four original numbers. He added a third drummer and a vocal chorus. <laughs> so the guy was just, you know, he was just all over the place. So I, I tried to pick out a tune. Uh, you know, this it's kind of surf. It's kind of exotica. It's kind of rock, you know. It, 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 but I picked it from the, that Space Age Guitars in Hi-Fi, 1957, because I wanted one uh, where he kind of, you could tell the musical effects that he was doing, okay. the, the Les Paul thing. Right. This one is called... Miserloo. Pretty different there. Yeah, that's great. I, I'm kind of digging yeah. it. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jason, for that uh, for that hit. That was well, awesome. I, Jason just takes us down the, the primrose path, he, and we just follow. We just so follow him wherever he goes. Yeah, so we do. We're yeah. gonna have to drag him down the road, put him on the bus one of these times. I think so. Drag him out in the country and, and see what the hell he's made of here. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, Leo. Well, let's get back to you. Okay, there's this guy. His name was a uh, uh, Bill uh, Callahan. Now, Roger, I, I got to tell you, I don't remember who turned me on to this. A long time ago, somebody sent me um, a disc with, with a bunch of stuff on it and laid around, and I found it, and I started looking into this one guy. Uh, he went by, he had, a, he had kind of an alter ego guy. Okay. So his, Bill Callahan was his real name, but he did a bunch of stuff, recordings under the name of Smog. <laughs> okay. Perfect. But now get a little of this. He began working uh, in lo-fi. 
genre. And okay. I mean, I'm talking lo-fi. He had homemade tape albums recorded on four-track tape recorders, right? And then, I mean, it, he, uh, I mean, we're talking highly experimental artists, right? Uh, and using substandard instruments and recording equipment, his early songs lacked melodic structure and were clumsily played on 42 guitars, resulting in the dissonant sounds of his self-released cassettes. <laughs> wow. The guy was struggling. Oh. But he is very creative, right? So I eventually, hope. eventually he, had, he, got his, he had his own label there for a little bit, and he finally got into a, a real studio. Right, it started working on this stuff, and his songs are simple, what they call simple repetitive structures, and consisting of a simple chord progression repeated, you know, basically for the entire song. Okay, he doesn't get into bridges and stuff. So no chorus, no bridge, no. No, he's yeah, got okay. just verse, 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 okay. verse. No, no bridge, you know, okay. no little turnarounds. <laughs> okay, well, it's so much easier. That but way. the first time I heard his voice, I got to tell you, it reminded me of Doc Watson's voice. Oh, wow. It's got kind of this deep, resonant, baritone voice. It kind of surprised me. Anyway, uh, and he doesn't he doesn't write the same as most people do. He, he, he instead, uh, he prefers a, a free-form approach, right? Okay. So it's it's really different stuff. It's going to catch you off guard at first, but it's a, the song is called um, Cold-Blooded Old Times, and he recorded it in 2002. Cold-blooded old times Cold-blooded old times Cold-blooded old times The type of memories That turn your bones to glass Turn your bones to glass Mother came rushing in said we didn't see a thing We said we didn't see a thing And father left at eight Nearly splintering the gate Cold-blooded old times Cold-blooded old times Cold-blooded old times Cold-blooded old times Type of memories that turn your bones to glass Turn your bones to glass And though you were Just a little squirrel You understood Every word And in this way, they gave you clarity, a cold-blooded clarity. Cold-blooded old times, cold-blooded old times, cold-blooded old times. Now how can I stand? Laugh with the man who redefined your body, 
how can I stand and laugh with the man who redefined your body in those cold-blooded old times, cold-blooded old times, cold-blooded old times. It's, I told you it's different. It's different. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, you, you, you uh, built it down so much that it was uh, better than I expected. <laughs> yeah. I'm t- trying to diminish <laughs> I, your expectations. There was harmony in everything. <laughs> there was a little yeah. bit of harmony. Yeah. Stuff. Okay. That was interesting, Leo. Thank there you, you go. Hey, look what time it is. Yeah, though, we're out of time for this segment. We certainly are. Uh, so tomorrow's moving day. It's always moving day. Yeah. And um, so we have to uh, go pick up the trash. Uh, and we have to. And uh, you have to check that <sighs> left, left rear, rear inside, inside duel. duel. Yeah. Are you sure it's my turn to uh-huh. do? De- it's okay. an odd number show. Okay. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go get my outfit. Go put on, you know, we can see by your outfit that <laughs> you're a tire checker. <laughs> and I don't like to tight check the tire. <laughs> All right. Go fine. do that. I'm going to go do it. Well, we'll uh, at least one of us will be back. Right here. Thanks a lot. Right here on <laughs> Truckers Radio USA. Yeah. Well, we're back. That's always an adventure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so how are you doing? Uh, I'm okay. I'm a little shaken up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's the you know it's the fear factor. Well, yeah, I, I, I guess I understand. I mean, that sucker could blow. You know, you're right. And you're I right. Just, I mean, I don't know what the percentages are. Would you like me to look that up? Very low, I'm sure. But <laughs> if it's going to happen, it's going to happen to me. <laughs> it could happen. Okay, to you. that's true. Fine. Well, we are broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park right here in Lincoln, Alabama. Lincoln, Alabama. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, they might have well have said Talladega. Oh, yeah, that's you know, true. I mean, when we pulled out of town, I saw all those, you know, those NASCAR right. things, and it was uh-huh. like, oh, of course, of course, you know, yeah. we're right, we're right next to the uh, Talladega um, Super Speedway, right, and also the International Motorsports Hall of Fame is is here, and uh, it's it's all la- located right here in Lincoln. All okay, right. and uh, and, a, and that train that's going by right that now. That train that's going by, too. you know. Yeah. So all this stuff is right all near All this us. stuff is that's happening. Good. We're only about 45 miles from um, Birmingham. Okay. okay. So that's pretty close. But the, the area in which Lincoln was settled was first noted by Andrew Jackson 
and uh, during the Creek War of 1813. Okay, wow. and, and it's for, it had a lot of water, and given its location on the Coosa River and fertile soils, but the community was for, first known as Blue Eye. Oh, okay. All right? And and then Kingsville and the first post office was established in 1850. But the reason they called it Blue Eye was there was a, a Blue Eye Creek, right? And it was originally named after a, a, a Con- Conchardi chief who had one blue eye and one brown eye. Oh, wow. So, you know. It's kind of like a wolf or like something, Like a wolf. Huh? They call it Blue Eye. I think they should have stuck with Blue Eye. Yeah, I, I like Blue Eye. I mean, Lincoln's okay, yeah. but Blue Eye is even better. Yeah. Whatever. I, I agree. So there we are. I, I doubt they'll change it on our recommendation. Well, no. I mean, we could call them up and suggest it, but <laughs> they would probably have a couple of suggestions of their own. <laughs> like Leave Town. <laughs> well, what did you guys Which we will be doing. We will be doing yeah. tomorrow. Well, you know, uh, thank you, Lou. And, and people ask us, they say... Darius, exactly why is it that you travel across this great country of ours in that old RV that you have? That's kind of what we do. I it's mean, our lot in life. It's our lot in say. life, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It's and, not a uh, lot, but it's something. It's a, it's a little bit of a lot. A little bit of a lot, <laughs> you might say. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but it, it, it's it's great. We get to see a lot of places and all that. And, yep, yep and, we do. You know, we used to... We used to bemoan the fact that we did not have what our, our pals on uh, Truckers Radio USA have, right. which is a ranch. Ranches. We yeah. don't have a ranch. They have okay. ranches. Uh, for instance, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond Ranch and the Dos Cabezas Mountains. Mountains. Yeah. Uh, Alan Bailey, the Swinging Gate Ranch out there in western Kansas. Tennessee Jim, the Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills. And, of course, our buddy Orrin Friesen has the Rock and Banjo Ranch. Right. And, you know, we said, well, we sure wish we had a ranch. And our, but, our pal uh, Suzanne, Suzanne, she said, she, she you, said, look, guys, she said, you know, look at it this way. You have the entire continental United States, border to border, and are there border to border? Other border to border. Yeah. And you, you have the entire continental United States. You could say we have a ranch without, without fences. fences. Yes. And we roam that range in our RV called... Ramblin'. There every time, and she gets us there every time. Yep, yes, she does. Absolutely. All right, Leo. Well, um, you know what? You, what? It's my turn. I know it is your turn. And you know, and I have something special. Uh oh. I, I had one of those deals where uh, I was trying to think of this particular song. Yeah. And it was a song that we were working on with spontaneous combustion. Yeah. Uh, toward the end of the days, and and we never actually got it. Uh, did it out in public, but we worked on it quite a bit. Uh, it was from a band called Extreme. I know what you're. Yeah, I know what song. Can you're you come up about. with a name? Because yeah, I, I had a heck of a time. Is it words? It's more than words. More than words. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So uh, a, a super cool song. So uh, Extreme is it's kind of an inter- interesting story. They're uh, they're a rock band formed in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, in 1985, and they, they really, well, actually, they reached the height of their popularity, yeah, in the, in the late 80s and early 90s. Um, but they, um, uh, they were one of, one of the most successful rock acts in the early 1990s. They sold over 10 million albums worldwide. Man, go figure. So um, their uh, 1990 album, which was called Pornography. Uh, peaked at number 10 on the Billboard 200 and was certified gold in May 1991 and double platinum in October 1992. Whoa, whoa. So this album featured the song More Than Words. 
Yes. And uh, it, it's, it, it's totally out of character for these guys. It's a ballad built around acoustic guitar work and vocals. And uh, it's a real detour because these guys are real kind of funk metal, you mm -hmm, know, type mm -hmm. uh, hard rock. And uh, but they said the song was described as a blessing and a curse due to its overwhelming success and recognition worldwide. <laughs> uh, but the band ultimately embraced it and they played it every show. Uh, they said that song gave us the freedom to make the record we really wanted to make when we started recording our third disc. Oh, really? <laughs> so the, the popularity from okay. it, right? Oh, sure, okay. So uh, it, it said it got us doing huge tours all over the States and around the world. And as the 90s went on, we really started to resent the song. <laughs> <laughs> we were tagged as... The more than words guys. <laughs> oh, wow. And we didn't like the perception the song created about the band. So he says, I remember being on tour with Aerosmith in Poland. Yeah. And it was on that tour we decided we would not play the song. We just didn't do it. And a couple ni nights into the tour, Steven Tyler writes in big letters on our dressing room door, play the effing song. <laughs> It's Stephen Tyler. I, you know, sure. I wasn't going to dress it up. His attitude was almost father-like. He was like, look, this is your first two time in Poland. When do you think you will be back? They want to hear it, so play it. Play the damn song. So, uh, so anyway, when I got to looking into it, I found... So there was the... Um, for radio version, which uh -huh. they shrunk it down. Uh, and the ending's really cool, so I didn't want to lose that. But I found a, an acapella version. Oh, really? With just congas. So there, really? there were congas and guitar in this song, okay? Hmm. So it, it follows the other song, but it's got a really cool different ending that you are going to love. Okay. And uh, if you think about it long enough, you, you might figure that out. So guess what I did? You, did you do a, a mix, mix up? up. Oh, I did a mix cool. up. Okay, cool. so it starts with the acoustic version, uh -huh. switches over, and, and there's not a whole lot of difference. It basically they add the guitar. Okay, uh, but in the acoustic diversion, uh, version, it is a little different, and uh, so I did include the ending from the uh, acoustic version. Excellent. Okay, and the ending from. Why you got two endings? I got two endings. Okay, so I, I think you're gonna like it. Uh, from Extreme, from 1990. More than words, mix up. Saying I love you is not the words I want to hear from you. It's not that I want you not to say, but if you only
Put that on the list of songs I wish we'd have gotten to that round of recording with Spontaneous Combustion. That's a that's a great song. You know, uh, literally, just today, I, I did this a few weeks ago, the, the mix-up. Yeah. Um, I was putting some charts together for an upcoming show we have, and I ran across the the files for that. Oh, really? I the tabs and the lyrics. Ah, wow. So I, I just, uh, interestingly enough. Well, so. there you go. Great song, uh, good choice. All right, Leo. Well, let's uh, let's go back to you. Uh, okay, fine. Let's go back to me. 
You remember a band called Harper's Bazaar? Yeah. Okay. I do. Uh, they they were in the late sixties band, you know, and they were kind of a, a what they called an American sunshine pop band, right? Okay. All the stuff that was kind of pretty much upbeat and everything, and uh, they 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 were formed out of a band called the Tiki's from Santa Cruz, California, and they had some local local successes with uh, kind of Beatlesque uh, okay. tunes, right? And the, they had been signed to uh, Tom Donahue's Autumn Records from 1965 to 66 and had released two singles on that label. But uh, this guy, uh, a record producer named Lenny uh, Waronker, got a hold of the Simon and Garfunkel song, the 59th Street Bridge song. Oh, yeah. With subtitled Feeling Groovy, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they, uh, he was determined to make it into a hit single. You know, that would be a good song for him. And they recorded it using an arrangement created by none other than Leon Russell. Oh, wow. So that's where they got the uh, arrangement for that song. And uh, But he, he also uh, recorded work of several other contemporary songwriters like Randy Newman and, uh, oh, a couple other guys, Harry Nielsen. Oh, man. They did some of his stuff, which is kind of interesting when you think they're kind of considered just a soft pop band, right? Right. Uh, but anyway, one of their other songs... Uh, it was a mildly controversial song written by Randy Newman, and that's what I'm going to play. Okay. Okay. Uh, Randy I, Newman has written a few. Oh, he's written a few. Short <laughs> people. Right? No. Come on, man. Anyway, this this song is kind of interesting because there's some real, uh, there's some sexual innuendo in here, right? Okay. I love controversial songs. You know? I know you do. But this yeah. one uh, somehow made it on the air without any radio stations decided to pull it, you know, so whatever. Anyway, the song is uh, from 1967. This is Harper's Bazaar of all people. And this song is called The Biggest Night of Her Life. Susie's going out tonight To her 16th birthday party Her shoes are pink, her dress is white And she's a beautiful sight to see and you can bet it will be the biggest night of her life Susie's got a boy she likes And his name is Tom Complete And Susie's parents think he's nice Cause his hair is always neat And tonight's gonna be the biggest night of his life Having fun till the sun comes up In a high school sweater and a paper hat What could be wrong with that? Susie's going out tonight To a promise she must keep She thought about it all last night And she was too excited to sleep And you can bet it will be The biggest night of her life Tonight, to her 16th birthday party Her shoes are pink, her dress is white And she's a beautiful sight to see And tonight's gonna be the 
biggest night of her life You can bet it will be the biggest night of her life The biggest night of her life The biggest night of her life Wait for it So what do you think? Big finish. Big finish. Yeah. Oh, brother. Oh, that was great. Hey, oh, look what time it is. Oh, yeah. I think we're out of time for this segment. Take a short break here. Yeah. Uh, we, we still looking. Yeah, you said you may have had a sponsor, but I'm not so sure about this. Well, I keep looking for sponsors, and I thought, okay, you know, we're kind of beer guys. But, yeah, but... Uh, but maybe a soft drink. You think? Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, let's give this a listen, see if we want to pursue these guys. Uh, okay. All right, fine. Clear and light. Tart and tingling. Icy bright, tart and tingling, brisk and breezy, clear and teasy, taste, taste, taste the tingling tartness of Sprite, Sprite, sprinkling, sparkling Sprite. Taste Sprite, the soft drink that's naturally tart. Sprite, from the Coca-Cola Company. So what do you think? I don't know. Uh, maybe, okay, we got Sprite, yeah, right? Okay, yeah. Ooh, oh, 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 what, what, what? What if we got like a bourbon sponge? Oh, Sprite and bourbon? Sprite yeah. and bourbon. Oh, oh, that's a good idea. I like that. And then maybe uh, maybe we'll get some of those big ice cubes. Those big ice cubes. Yeah, big, and, the, the, and the big uh, the cocktail big, glasses. The, the, the yeah, tumblers. And, then, and mix it, oh, mix it all. Yeah. With, oh, that sounds uh, that's great. That's okay, a, perfect. perfect. We're, go, we're, okay, we're going. Uh oh. Look out. Uh oh. We're backing up. We're, you know, that's what we do. We are backup kind of guys. Yes, we that's, are the derrieres. That's and, right. And we back up. Looking at the rear, road through the rear view mirror kind of guys. Pretty much. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what we do. Well, this is the part of the show where we just uh, get down and... Well, we're just begging. We beg people to yeah, you know go to our website. We're not even pretending anymore. No, we don't request or no, suggest or anything just, like that. Please. Yeah. Well, yeah. we can say please, but really we're begging. <laughs> we're begging. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hey, no, come on. No, begging would be, please, please, please. That's true. Okay, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. All right. So, uh, you know, go to our website. The one for this show is thederrieres.com. And we're going to do you a favor here and yes. remind you, mm-hmm. don't forget to say the uh, derriere. Oh, it's such a small word. But it is. If you forget it, I, I promise you will never forget a it. A small word with big ramifications. ramifications. Big ones, yes. yeah. Uh, and, of course, the one for the band is... Well, that would be 3trailswest.com with the number three. Right. And you can look there and find our schedule, you know, where we're going to be playing. And you can mm-hmm. also order our products, our stickers and yeah, CDs. Yeah, brand new t-shirts. Brand, oh, the t-shirts. Yeah, yeah they got to cool. check those out. Yeah. Go yes. ahead. No, oh, okay. you, no, you Well, you I don't want to step on you. Uh, <laughs> you know, actually, you could stick stomp, on me all the time. I'd stomp on you like a cockroach <laughs> if I could. But, uh, you know, uh, the other thing you could do, uh, if you go to our uh, com and go to the Americana Roadshow tab, uh, from there you can listen to or download any of our past episodes. Uh, uh, download them and listen to them at your leisure. Preferably while wearing your... Leisure, leisure suit, suit. Oh, and, yeah. and, for, and for that matter, you can now do the fancy stuff and go listen oh, yeah. to us on Spotify. Oh, Spotify, Stitcher, Stitcher. TuneIn, yep. Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. I never uh, heard. Any, I never listened. Okay, to go to Spotify. Stuff. Spotify right. is my yeah, thing. Go do yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. As, our, as our good buddy Mike Carr says, "Go, go nowhere's without the derriers." And now you don't have to. That's right. That's right. Take That's us with you everywhere you go. That's right. All right. Let's see. I can't remember. I believe it's back to you. It is back to okay. me. Okay. 
Hey, I'm going to jump into uh, Oren's uh, kitchen a little bit here and uh, uh, feature some bluegrass by none, none other than, of course, Peter Rowan. Oh, wow. Man, okay. the guy, you know, he's he's been... Uh, Doing uh, Americana music, American music for like over six decades. Isn't that amazing? You know, uh, he's been called a music visionary by the bluegrass uh, scholar Neil Rosenberg. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he's done bluegrass, reggae, rock, Hawaiian, Buddhist, Tex-Mex. Wait a minute. Psychedelic. Buddhist. How did I miss that? I don't know. I'm going to go look for it. Okay. Psychedelic, country music. And some of the people that he's played with, you know, Bill Monroe, Jerry Garcia, Alison Krauss. David Grisman, Tony Rice, Flaco Jimenez, yeah, yeah, uh, Vassar Clements, you know, you name it. Yeah, they got us a little close to the highway. Did you hear that motorcycle? Uh, yeah, I did. We'll have to talk yeah. to the guy here next time. Well, we're not coming back. <laughs> you know, we haven't <laughs> gone back. <laughs> well, we did go back to that one place. <laughs> but we kind of snuck in under the dark of night. Oh, my. But so this next uh, album, it was released in June of 2022. So it's real new. Okay. Um, people on it like Billy Strings, uh, Sean Camp, Molly Tuttle, Lindsay Lou, Mark wow. Howard. And it has Peter's own band of uh, uh, young players, you know. And he says, uh, I've got a young band. It's fabulous. They're bursting with ideas. They're in their years of inspiration and they're really quick learners, and their ears are wide open because this generation is built on everything we did, dare I say, all those years ago. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, you know, that's nice. The album is called Calling You From My Mountain, and the tune I picked is called New One, York two, Town. Three. New morning. 
that's that's excellent, man. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, a guy like that, he's just he's done it all, and and he continues to do it. You, you know? know, a little anecdote here. Um, years ago, the first time I saw him uh, live was at years ago down in Winfield, Kansas. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And he was wearing a pair of blue boots. Mm-hmm. Remember, he had those blue, I, yeah. blue. And man, I love those boots. And I came home and I, I ordered a pair of red ones. Uh huh. That's how I, I remember got my, those boots. And then a rat ate them. I remember that too. Dang. <laughs> this still ticks me off. I'm sorry. Oh, well, okay. Fine. So how about how about playing a song? I could play a song. I'll <laughs> get, get over it, Rod. Yeah, let's get over it. I'm working on it. Okay. Listen, since, you know, we were just recently at Winfield, right? Yes, we were. And we played a song down there uh, that um, we have not actually recorded in a studio yet. Yes. But people were asking about it, and they and so we ended up playing it quite a bit down there. And uh, it's, a, it's a great tune, but uh, it's kind of interesting to talk about it, because I'm going to play. We did video during COVID. Yes, we did. All right. And this is one of the songs that we uh, pulled out and decided to do. Uh, during that time, and the way we recorded it was, um, it, we, we laid down a rhythm track. You did, yeah. That we had a formula. We had a formula. formula. This is not the uh, Hollywood Squares. No, thing no. A lot of people did. No, huh? we we actually produced it, multi-camera mm-hmm. kind of approach, right? And everybody recorded it safely at home, right? And then uh, uploaded their parts and sent them back to me, and I edited them all together. Yes, in, in the show. Uh-huh. So this was a, a project that we did. And uh, we had a big old time with it, and it came out pretty well. So this is the audio uh, from that song, and it's a beautiful tune that we talked a lot about down there. But it's uh, we learned it from a guy, or we learned about it from a guy down in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. Ardmore. Yes, and he told us about this song. And, he, and then you know what song I'm talking about? I think I do. Adobe Walls. Yeah, it's a beautiful. And tune. I can't mem- remember the name of the guy that actually wrote it at this time. But um, it'll it'll come to me. Yes, in a it will. So anyway, this is this is Adobe Walls uh, by Three Trails West, and it features all six members of the band all recording from home during that time. I like the way they came out, but I've re- never listened to it just as a, an audio recording until recently. We'll see how it holds up. Cool. Thank you. 
that song i do love that song it's a great tune hey i looked it up uh it was written by roger brown and luke reed luke reed that's the name of yeah gary allen had a uh a pretty good hit with it and a lot of people think he wrote it but he didn't and uh if anybody wants to see the uh the video from which that audio came it'll be posted on uh the the derriers.com yeah just put a link there on there and yeah go watch the video there's a lot of other good stuff there yeah it is we had a good time making that one hey you know what what i think we are about out of time oh you are so right yeah wow so uh we need to get moving uh tomorrow we got to get out of here that's right i think just in time (laughs) 
uh, as it Some generally is. Some of the neighbors is. are looking at as a little <laughs> askance. Even with that apologetic beer we took. I know. Well, we should have dusted it off. We should have probably gotten yeah. better beer. Yeah. You know, well, well, I don't know that. These guys are Talladega fans, you know? Oh, and that's true. You yeah. know, they're used to. On the other hand, maybe they wouldn't notice. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, um, uh, okay, so we got to figure out where we're oh, going that's next. That's right. That's right. Now, whose turn is we got to throw uh, the dart? It's uh, your turn to throw the dart. Okay. So um, I'll get the map. You get the map. Back in the it's, it's the same place as yeah, always. Is. Come on. Hey, it's not junk. It's good stuff. Okay. Right. Got it. Got it. Got okay, it. you got Let it. Let me put it up here on the, the wall. wall Carefully put it up on the wall. Okay, okay. All right, it's good. And okay. um, uh, so, uh, dart, dart. Spoon uh, drawer. Spoon drawer two. Two, two. Yeah. Give, give me a second. Hold okay, on. Be careful now. On, I know how you are. Right. Be careful. Okay. Oh, I got it. I got, got it. it. Yep, I got it. I got it. Okay. All right. Yep. Get over here in the circle. All right, I'm in the circle. Are you ready? Yep. One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh. Oh, wow. What? What? Okay. Oh, well, we went up and a little to the left, which is west, west I believe. Yeah. Illinois. Illinois where? Uh, Windsor, Illinois. Windsor? Windsor, Illinois. Hmm, I don't think I've ever been to Windsor, Illinois. I haven't, uh, but uh, apparently there's a Shady Grove RV. Apparently. Yeah. Let's go find it. Okay, All well, right. uh, Leo, yet another interesting show. Yes, it is. Uh, we manage to dig some holes, don't we? <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> This, this show is full of them. All right. Well, we'll get on down the road, and we'll do this again next week. This is the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. Remember to look out behind you. It's the Derriere. Derriere.